do a sound check. One, two, three. All right, I'm good. Chris. Yo, yo, yo. This is Christopher Skelly. I am coming to you live. All right, sounds good. David. Aw, this is Barack Obama, and I want you to know that you don't mean anything to me. And Can I, I get channel two Americans. turned up a little bit? Yes, I don't care about good. Americans. I don't like them. Uh, I just want you to know that I gave Bo, our dog, to Pete Buttigieg, and he <laughs> he took him out. Took him out. We got him. Oh, good Lord. Very good. Very good, gentlemen. Our sound has been checked. Hell yeah. It's about time. It is. It is about time. Oh, how have you guys been in the last week since we last hung out? Good. David and I went to a restaurant. What? For like the first time since I think like December, like November or December 2019. What? Yeah. I know. Are you trying to get our Patreons to cancel their subscriptions? Because <laughs> we're so rich now. <laughs> no, we didn't actually pay for it. Somebody bought us dinner. But, <laughs> but we, went to, we went to a restaurant um, and it was really fucking weird to sit in a room inside with people not wearing masks. Were the servers wearing masks? The servers were wearing masks. The tables were socially distanced. Um, there was plexiglass put up like... Some places? In some places. Yeah, like, those seem left over from like more strict COVID uh-huh. times. Mm-hmm. And when you stood up, you had to put your mask on, right? Yes, because that's the layer at which diseases occur. Apparently. Well, it, yeah. it, it, ha- it has to do with movement, right? Like if you're walking and you're breathing, you know. You're spreading your... You're walking <laughs> dirty, your dirty clouds. mouth no, pieces uh, around. Yeah, no, it doesn't make any <laughs> sense. But Well, I think it's maybe because you're not socially distancing when you're walking through a restaurant. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's all nonsense anyway. I but... remember the first time I went to a restaurant with within the last year and people were wearing masks and um, you, at, when you sat down, weren't and you were having like a conversation with your server and they were. And it felt really weird at first because I was like, I feel bad that like I'm potentially exposing you to like a deadly thing. Yeah. And like that you are also, it's just like, it's a weird thing indoor yeah. dining in the last year. Yeah. I mean, I certainly wouldn't have gone if I wasn't fully vaccinated. Um, but even still, I don't know that I'll do it again anytime soon because it was just uncomfortable. And I was kind of scared the whole time. Like I was a little <laughs> bit scared the entire time. And it's, it's, it's strange, right? Because like, People in hospitality have to work to make money to live Mm -hmm. because, Mm -hmm. unfortunately, uh, that is the nature of life under capitalism. Mm -hmm. And so, like, for me to just say, like, I feel too bad exposing myself to this server so I won't go to restaurants when that means that I'm not. Yeah, that doesn't help them. Yeah. Like, um, especially because I'm an outrageously good tipper. So, you know. I don't know. That's weird. I was at a show, a live music event, um, this past Friday, and actually the Friday before. Uh, but this past Friday, we, because Governor Cuomo and the CDC over the last week, um, basically completely reversed their opinion on everything. mask mandates yeah. and like everything. Yeah, it's it's a free for all. Yeah, and it was um, very crowded outside. It was an outdoor event, like it was like um, down at Rare Form, um, where they have a summer concert series going on or a spring concert series. Um, feels a lot like summer yeah. last last week, um, and it was wild. You know, like you know just being able to see everybody like people not wearing masks like being closer than six feet to each other like it felt like a return to 
normalcy in a yeah. way that I hasn't for years. And um, I'm actually going to be playing um, at Rareform on June 11th. Hell yeah. With uh, my band Zombie Giuliani. So, Go see them. Zombie Giuliani is awesome. Yeah. So we're going to play, I think, like a 13-track set. Our songs are really short because we're a punk You're band. You're a punk band, yeah. Yeah. Um, and should be like, I think, about like 35 minutes or so of music. Um, I think we're going on last. Yeah, so Pony in the Pancake is headlining, uh, and then Steve Hammond and the, his Rabid Children, which is a fucking <laughs> awesome band name. Yeah. Yeah, and then I think we're closing it out uh, for Zombie Giuliani. If you're closing it, aren't you the headliner? Isn't that how music lineups work? Yeah. Is I it... I don't know if... Well, I guess we'll I just have to see. It's pretty far out, so maybe we'll, okay. we'll play first. We'll see. Well, we will tweet out all the details as that event comes closer, yeah. um, and also obviously mention it on the show when it's getting close to time it's very cool eliminate the distinction of warm-up acts and headliners yeah just egalitarian yeah. shows yeah. it's just the yeah. show it's just, just come to show. see everybody well yeah. depend, depending on like the first among equals yeah depending <laughs> on the vibe like the sometimes more people are there for the first show yeah. or like first uh act because like they have pizza they got like food and shit so like people getting out of work like i remember a bunch of coworkers uh went out to uh the last one and so, like, I think there were more people there in the first couple of sets. Mm. This will lead us into our first topic, but um, on the with the nurses union, I think, but al- along the lines of masks, you know, I went out on Thursday, which was the first day after the mask mandate was li- lifted on Wednesday. And I really didn't know what to expect. Mm-hmm. And I went to the grocery store, the liquor store and the beer store, the trifecta, everything yeah. you need. Folks. <laughs> exactly. And uh so I went to the Save a Lot, and they did they did not have a mask signage at the front, but everybody was wearing masks. Mm-hmm. Same at the liquor store, mm-hmm. no signage. Everybody wore masks, mm-hmm. and then the beer store they did still have signage, and everybody wore masks. So it's kind of interesting. I wasn't really sure if I expected to see employees wearing masks. I wasn't sure if other customers would wear them too. Um. But this was like a Thursday afternoon, so who knows what it's like during peak hours. I, I don't know. I have no idea what to expect. Yeah, I mean, the, over the last week, everybody I saw walking around downtown was wearing a mask. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Downtown's um, being transformed. Did you see? Yes. For the Gilded Age. Yeah. That's yeah. another topic that we will talk about on this episode. All, um, all interlacing yeah. stories. It's yeah. all happening yeah. right here all in New York, folks. <laughs> all happening. Um, I don't know. What do you think? You want to start with the nurses union and sure. their response yeah, to yeah. the mask mandate lifting? Yeah. So probably the most impacted stakeholders um, in this whole, you know, nation. Um, For sure. May, potentially the people with the most expertise as to the state of whether this pandemic is over or not. Yeah. Yeah. Or nurses. I would say so. Yeah. 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 Uh, so the um, New York's largest nurses union, the New York State Nurses Union. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's what they're called. I, 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 I kind of wish unions w- would get catchier names. It's just a hot take of mine. It's just mm. like, what I, would you I, call? I, them? I don't know. I just can't handle all the acronyms. I, I, I just can't remember all of them. I, I yeah, think, I think you know if they like the fighting nurses. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You know, like the, um... the sanguinistas. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, uh, that, that, yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's a it represents forty two thousand nice uh, healthcare workers. Um, 
and uh that's a lot yeah yeah it's, yeah it's a bunch of healthcare workers yeah and um they raised several concerns about the state's decision to follow the federal center for disease control and prevention's recent recommendation which is again kind of frightening that nurses unions are like no cdc don't do this no <laughs> state government don't do this yeah right uh this is their part of their statement reads uh, the CDC's new guidance ignores the unfortunate politicization of masking and vaccinations in American society and seems to believe that everyone will be honest about their vaccination status, which, you know, yeah. <laughs> uh, obviously, that's obviously yeah. what the, that was always what was going to happen. That was the first thing I thought when the CDC said that, like, you know what I think would be smarter would be, you know, Andrew Cuomo coming on and saying, okay, well, when 75% of our population is vaccinated, then I will lift the mask mandate. Like that Also, seems... you got pretty eyes. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> like that seems to me a much more effective uh, incentive to get people to get vaccinated rather than if you get vaccinated, then you can honestly not wear your mask in public. And won't that feel good? Won't no, that no, feel what, good for what, you? What, what, the, what the real incentive is, is getting a scratch off ticket. Oh, shit. Yeah, dude. Or like a $5 million lottery, which I think it was like Ohio or something. Ohio is doing million dollars million like dollars every week every or something. Week, yeah. But like, good for them. But, but how New York is it that you get a scratch off? Scratch off. Ticket yeah. That for rules. up to five, you could win up to $5 million. Yeah. Wow. But it's like, I, I, uh, my, my friend Nathan uh, actually predicted this. <laughs> he said it a group in a, in a chat to me once. It was like, I bet they'll do scratch offs eventually, and sure enough, it's all it's a great it's a good idea. I don't know. I, I think it's a good idea. It would be a better idea is 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 requ- I don't know, requiring it. I don't know, man. You're, I don't such, do a, you're such a fucking tanky. David. I, this, oh this, my yeah, god! You, you just want the uh, vaccine cops with the vaccine gun, yeah, to be going around with the vaccine <laughs> augmented We're reality just be, like, glasses, holding down yeah. like you know fourteen year old children yeah. and just like forcibly giving them jabs, vaccinating that's, yeah. them that's right the future in the forehead. David wants. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe like we could just turn the microchips on and that yeah. way we know who has the vax or not. Right. Yeah. Why haven't we done that yet? That seems like and then just have an automatic mask. Yeah. That, I, or like their their mouth just clamp shut. Yeah. I mean, forcibly. You know, Bill Gates is going through a lot right now. So, you know, like... uh, during this trying time, please give him some space. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh... I just had an image of a, of like a mask like shooting out onto someone's mouth like uh like an airbag. You know, it shoots out of your nostrils and like comes over your face. I, I love I was, it. I was, yeah. very, very, <laughs> I was very Cronenberg. I'm sorry. No, uh, I, somebody did make a mask gun thing that would like <laughs> throw a mask onto someone's face like projectively. Like I don't know. Cool. I'll, I'll find the link and put it in the show notes. It's a very goofy invention. <laughs> <laughs> right, but but but. Uh, but Getting back to the story, right? Like, the thing is that the, the nurses union who has to deal with everyone that, like, shows up vaccinated after they're, like, I only went to, like, five pool parties and, like, made out with ten people and and COVID isn't real. So, like, why am... It, why this do you must... hate Chad so much? Yeah, so, not, <laughs> not only do Jeez, they, like... David. Are they like their ki- their their chest cavity is turned into a kiddie pool, but then they also insist <laughs> that they are not sick with the uh, with COVID. It must be something else, and they demand hydrochloroquine and also like let me out. I, it's just the flu, and then they die. Like, yeah, and and they're like they're fighting being like cared for while also like dying of it. 
of a disease they well, could have prevented. Me, my much bigger concern, selfishly, is the is variants. Is that every time this virus is transmitted, even to vaccinated people, yeah, yeah. among vaccinated people who can still get it, it has the opportunity to mutate into a viral form that is that our current vaccines are are not yeah. effective against. Which means that I. And again, this is entirely selfish. This motivation on my part is entirely about me, is that now I have to go back to the way that I was living before I was vaccinated because you are unwilling to fucking take care about the people around you. Um, fuck that. And I like I really do worry about that a lot, that yeah. we see some kind of second wave of a new of a new strain of the virus. And now we have to how long do we wait for a new vaccine to be developed against that? meanwhile i'm i'm just and like i'm a hermit already i don't even really like leaving my house at all um so i don't think it was as hard on me as it was on a lot of other people but like still i'm i'm getting to go see my mom for the first time in two years yeah uh, in a couple of weeks yes yeah, and like i wouldn't be able to do that without an effective vaccine mm-hmm. so you know th- those are those are my big concerns about this from the cdc and now from cuomo like it's premature it's political you know they're doing it because people are tired of it you're tired of living like this, but you know, fucking suck it up. Yeah. Suck it up, dude. Wear a mask to the grocery store. It's not that hard. Yeah, and most people are, you know, so we'll Yeah, but see. I don't know how long that will that last. will last without this mandate. I don't right. know. I mean, yeah, you're right. We will see. Yeah. And maybe private, maybe, you know, private businesses will require people to continue wearing masks. I don't know. Yeah, there's a, a local um, restaurant, I think the Beer Garden, which is like a botanical garden with beer in it it's, it's they, they took it a little too literally yeah like, i don't think they understand what like i went in there and i was like where where are the benches where where are the piles of peanut shells and you know it's just like very fancy in there um but they apparently came out saying that they will only serve fully vaccinated people and i don't know if they have like a mechanism by which they're going to Maybe just that like little Cards. paper card with handwriting on it. Well, so there, there's <laughs> impossible that? to uh, forge. Well, the, well the, if well, you can get your hands on a card, which there have been people you selling just, them, you can just print it out. Like you know what I mean? Like I, I mean, I guess if you have the right kind of card like card stock, stock yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What were well, you saying? Well, so the, the, there's that, and then now New York has also issued the Excelsior Pass, which is an app that looks oh it's that, literally a covid passport yeah yeah wow. it, looks, it looks it up on uh, on their database wow you put in a bunch of information and it'll give you like a a little virtual how card did i miss that, that? You can scan what how did i miss that i didn't know that yeah. like new york had actually its own like app for proving that you're vaccinated yeah they they, they started that fairly recently and it's apparently already been having problems because it I don't know, it doesn't connect to the database well and there's like a long lag time before you it like when you get it and then when it shows up in like the database that the app will will find you and, and yeah and, and you wanting government health care <laughs> i know right yeah 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 but like yeah it really just comes down to the fact that this has been so politicized like wearing a goddamn mask getting vaccinated all of those things are are so politicized that the even like the the seem the seemingly sensible option of like if if you're vaccinated then you can go out and like we don't do we really need to you like you're a fucking adult could you please just like you know do this on the honor system we can't we just can't and that's like the hard political truth and uh, like really only the people that have to deal with the problem 
face to face the the nurses that make up the New York State Nurses Union are the only ones willing to to say it yeah. publicly and it and it's really disturbing that that like the the CDC all the way from the CDC down to you know state governments are just going to yeah and cave to this so you know thinking about this though like this pandemic is likely never going to end which right. is to say that this virus and its mutations are going to likely be with us and thus be endemic for all you know future like life on earth like seemingly um the the vaccine not completely eradicating the virus and in terms of people capability of catching a variant etc sort of proves that like that isn't going to be the silver bullet everybody wanted it to be and if in that case what i think the alternative to you know, these easing of restrictions is essentially to like sell to yourself and to others the idea of wearing a mask for the rest of our lives. And I don't know if I'm being hyperbolic here, but that seems to be the extending logic because I don't understand what is going to come in to intervene from that type of future. Well, I think if we were to reduce our viral load substantially Mm -hmm. to like, it's still, we still have a high number of infections. Yes. If that number were significantly lower and then it were just endemic and it was something that people got occasionally, Mm -hmm. I think it would be much more reasonable to return to normal life Mm. and know that just every once in a while, somebody, not every, you know, like a small percentage of the population occasionally catches this very dangerous Mm -hmm. sickness. Yeah. But with numbers still what they're at. Mm hmm. I mean, that's way to too, me is, it's way it's, too, it's soon. just too yeah. soon. I'm not yeah, saying that I agree we have to you, like, like always wear yeah. masks everywhere we go for the rest of our lives, but just we should wait until yeah. the numbers are down yeah. before we all just, you know, start, I'm... start like uh, sucking and fucking in a public pool. <laughs> like, like I, I, my, my thing personally is like, if I'm outside, my mask's off. If I'm yeah, inside, my mask's on. And that's about as simple as it is, unless, like, for whatever reason, I'm, I'm inside a restaurant eating. But, like, to be honest, I don't like being inside restaurants eating anymore. Like, I, I've been getting takeout food and trying to support, you know, like, the, the local community of restaurateurs and, you know, work, service workers um, this whole pandemic. But, like, the idea of just being inside a building, like, I've got a sort of claustrophobia slash, like, I don't know, like bio aerosol anxiety like from yeah i was we were in that restaurant for like an hour and a half and i was uncomfortable pretty much the entire time yeah though i did have a very nice cocktail nice hell yeah Uh, yeah now i can only imagine imagine that it was like really early on in the pandemic where they were showing like they were like doing some sort of like visual model of aerosols coming out of oh. a human body <laughs> yeah. and, it, and it was so just like spraying all over each other the biggest takeaway yeah. from and, all and of it, this is just yeah. that i am disgusted to be around any of you yeah. all, at all times <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Like, i just don't ever want to be close to another human yeah we are filthy filthy creatures it's very true <laughs> all right and while we're on the topic of mask wearing um and just general you know behavior uh in this time um, did you guys see any of the articles that have been going around about just how atrocious um, uh, behavior on flights has been? I know. And I have to get on a flight in like two weeks and I'm so scared that it's just going to be full of fucking assholes. These people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Apparently, like there's been like a thousand percent increase over the pandemic of just like disciplinary behavior needing to be applied to 
um like flyers like yeah. just regular like airplane consumer sort of trips <laughs> <laughs> traveling well, i mean well, this is again kind of a union thing right it's like sarah nelson uh of the the uh the flight attendants association they've been very very like adamant about getting their employers to keep these like really strict rules and yeah. it's really the only sector where it's like no if you don't wear a mask not only are you getting kicked out of the plane you're being you're fined going and going to jail yeah. Yeah. yeah and and because like you can't do that at walmart or yeah. you know like checkers or whatever and you're also like locked in a tight air cabin yeah. with the recirculating air and like limited filtration capacity yeah with, but like, re- hundreds yeah. of other people yeah i mean like that like the, the actual physics of it are important but it's also just i think the fact that y- you you have consequences this is one place where we can exact consequences yeah. on people that are just selfish assholes. And they and one, they're very surprised. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, this has been a long running trend of people like showing their whole ass on planes and yeah. just like being shocked when there are consequences for their actions. Like yeah. uh, there was this one viral video a while ago of a woman who didn't want to sit near a crying child and she like threw a tantrum and she was just like, just like she was like being a huge asshole. And finally, the the flight attendant was like, "Okay, you're off the you're off the plane." And then she was like, "No, I can't. I have to be on this plane. I have to be on this plane. <laughs> yeah. I have a blah blah blah. I have work. I have meeting. Whatever." Yeah, it's not and the lady's acting like, like she had to be. Sorry, on the plane. <laughs> you're yeah. The time yeah. The time for you uh uh, uh ensuring that you would be allowed to stay on this plane has passed. Yeah. Um. Uh, so it's not like this is new, but it has certainly skyrocketed so yeah. to speak <laughs> uh, um, thank you thank you yeah fist fights fucking people getting super drunk sexual harassment groping just like people have been people jacking off it's fucked up <laughs> it's like almost like when the it made sense to like curb all unnecessary travel like the percentage of people who are were flying are, like, are all the freaks. It's all the freaks <laughs> yeah. that can't get yeah. off unless they're on an airplane. <laughs> I need a pressurized cabin, or I, I just it's not the same. No, I'm addicted to being in the thousand uh, or the mile high club <laughs> with um, myself. Yes, exactly. It's a rare type of addiction. Uh, but anyway, so, so this, very expensive. Guy, yeah, yeah, so right. we got a little bit of a like a highlights for children, goofus and gallant kind of thing going on. Yeah. So we're gonna yeah. start with the goofus. And so this guy, Mark Anthony Serbo, and I swear that last name is familiar to me. Kevin Sorbo. Mark Anthony. S- Mark Anthony. Well, Mark Anthony obviously yeah. is familiar, but uh, no S. C E R B O Serbo, hmm. but this is a man from Mechanicville. Mechanicville. It, this this article is titled Mechanicville Man, and then blah blah blah. The rest of the headline, which is just so big, Florida man. Oh yeah, yeah. Like vibes from this. Is there um, no S? It's not Mechanicsville. No, it's Mechanicville. Yeah, Mechanicville. Yeah, that's so, where all the mechanics live. Yeah, all the mechanic. <laughs> yeah, the single, the one mechanic. Let's say. Um, so basically he caused a flight to be diverted and, um, is now facing drug charges. He was, uh, allegedly seen snorting a white substance while on the plane. This is like so wild. So he, he, uh, wouldn't keep his mask on. And then passengers saw him with a baggie of a white substance on his tray table. And he was pacing up and down the aisle with a butter knife in his hand. (laughs) How he was allowed to bring a butter knife on board i don't know um tsa security theater yeah they're not stopping the butter knives exactly exactly um so the flight was going from jfk to san francisco 
wild that you could get a nonstop flight from JFA to San- JFK to San Francisco. Yeah, I can no, even I... get a nonstop flight to Tampa. Like... Yeah, but really big airports. Uh, yeah, I, I guess think so. That, that makes yeah, sense. okay. But um, anyway, the pilot was forced to land in Minnesota, and Serbo was arrested at the airport there. <laughs> very, un- very unfortunate. Look, okay. My man, all right, just has a nootropic stack that is very precise. <laughs> has to be taken at specific times and specific ways. Yeah, insufflated. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, what is that stuff that we used to take? Paracetam. Paracetam. He's yeah. just snorting paracetam <laughs> on, a, on an airplane. Yeah, he's just snorting some paracetam. You can't be expected to keep a mask on when you are snorting paracetam, okay? Yeah. That's, that's, unre- <laughs> that's unreasonable. It's unrealistic. You should have a little flap. Are they you doing... stick a nose. <laughs> stick a straw he's like, in your nose. Cocaine. No. Paracetam. Let me tell you why I hate the United States military. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good TikTok they if doing, you haven't seen that. Um, beverage service on planes anymore i hope not. i don't see how they could yeah. if you're supposed to keep your, your mask, mask on, on the, whole the whole time, time. Yeah. yeah unless they give you a straw which would then also help with the you know the, with the, the cocaina the, yeah the, yeah yeah well the nose powder but now on to gallant yeah yes. right yeah um this so, is a national news story this people. is a national news story <laughs> somehow <laughs> for some reason so uh, Albany man who is fully vaccinated is going to continue to wear a mask. Not only does my man wear one mask, he wears an N95 mask, a cloth mask, and goggles. So Joe Glickman uh, has, had already contracted coronavirus, and his doctors believed that he contracted it through his eye. So at that point, he started wearing goggles as well as double masking, which the CDC recommended that we do mm-hmm. at one point. Yeah, this is... Abs- this is driving me absolutely crazy. This is the the federal government gaslighting me. All right, I mean, <laughs> right. kind of. Right? Yeah. Like, First they said no mask. Yeah. Then they said any mask. Then they said it has to be an N95, N95. mask. Yeah. Then they said you should wear two masks. And then they were like, oh, actually, no masks. And also, you're a fucking freak if you're wearing two masks. Look at this weirdo. <laughs> Look at this freak. Oh, man. Look at this weirdo. He's, like, scared of a deadly virus that, that he killed 600,000 people in this country. <laughs> and now he wants to wear goggles. That's weird. Yo, my man is out here protected and protecting others. So, you know, um, I love that there was a video interview that was, like, WNYT, like, put out. Um, and just so that he could, like, not be seen as, like like a libtard he was wearing so many motherfucking american flags yeah. like he yeah, had yeah. like three flags on his hat and like his shirt it's he... patriotic to fight the virus it is it's your patriotic duty you hear that yeah <laughs> does that convince anybody anymore anyone yeah, please right? patriotism uh masks and patriotism is that doing anything for you <laughs> <laughs> but he makes a good point which is i think the point i was trying to make earlier he says uh i think it's less than 40 percent of americans are vaccinated you got people saying we got to be at 70 percent before we're going to reach some form of herd immunity where we can feel more safe um that is a normal reasonable thing to say yeah Yeah. and it is absolutely crazy crazy making at least that the new york times cnn like uh dateline nbc like like (laughs) who is this man (laughs) yeah all of these mainstream media publications outlets are like wow, this guy's really taking it seriously. I wonder if we should, too. And it's like, yes, you fucking should, you dumbasses. But this guy is so reasonable. Listen to this. He's so reasonable. Listen to this quote. 
What should bother anybody is that somebody should care so much about what somebody else does to protect themselves that they feel the need to reach out and condemn him. Condemn them. This is his reference to he got, a t like, hundreds of uh, messages, like, calling him an idiot. Yeah, yeah. I don't condemn them that don't want to wear a mask, and I, and I expect the same respect in return. He's not even like, you know, like us who yeah. definitely condemn people who don't wear a mask. Like, this dude is so fucking reasonable. All he wants to do is ensure that he doesn't get sick and he doesn't make anyone else sick. Yeah. He, doesn't, he wants to be part of the solution, uh, part of the problem. And they put him on, they, 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 Fox News on their fucking, like, nightly, nightly shows are making fun of this man for masking up, you know? Yeah. I, These I'll, are the same people who like think, you know, who are like pulling out. These are the same guys who like with their <laughs> high school girlfriends were like, it's fine as long as you pull out. Like, <sighs> yeah, it, it's, it, it's, it's such whiplash. You yeah. Know, like yeah. all these different, uh, uh, like recommendations and then it's required. And then like in the state of California, this is known to give you coronavirus. And then, but then like, oh no, that's cool because I'm in Connecticut. So like, I guess I'm not going to get coronavirus because that's only happens in california like i don't know it was just like all this bullshit that just like you can't of course everyone is now being like well i don't i don't know and like the government's just yeah. out to get me and it's it's all about <laughs> like making sure that we're dependent on them and they don't want the economy to be good and it's like of course this is people's reaction because this is all nonsense yeah like every across two like presidential like administrations there's absolutely no consistent messaging yeah this and, and, it, and it change and it flips on a dime for no reason yep. yeah yeah no, no demonstrable reason no, it wasn't yeah. like the cdc was like oh new study shows that we've been full of shit the whole time it's yeah. just like it's like <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's like new study shows that People just want this thing to be ignored. So yeah. we're just going yeah. to, as a center of disease control, um, be like, yeah, sure, I'm down. Fuck it. It feels a long. bit like being part of an experiment. <laughs> yeah. It feels like being experimented yeah, yeah. on. Like, new, they're new... like, let's just lift all the mask uh, recommendations see and happens. just see yeah. what people do yeah. and see how it works. You know what else we should do? We should put like all of the former presidents on like late night TV and have them talk about um, the definitely very real UFOs that... Uh, you know, might be a reason to invade another country. Like, at, at, you know, it's just like, it all feels like a PSYOP. Like, the, like you know what I mean? <laughs> that was a really yeah. interesting leap that you made there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But... Like, it, it just the, the looking at what our government has been doing over the last two or three months in terms of its, like, messaging and its trial balloons and everything. Like, I think that it, it's, it's idiosyncratic uh, behavior vis-a-vis -vis mask mandates is... I don't know. I, th I don't think it's too far of a leap to extend that to this whole like, oh, yeah, by the way, there's tons of UFOs and only we see them. And even though we have like the greatest <laughs> technology that, you know, mankind has ever produced, um, we can only release these extremely grainy photos uh, from like a, a gun camera or something, you know, and like, yeah, but just trust us. So here's my response to that, though, is that all of that video was leaked and not released by the government. So the the uh, it was verified like the after implication it was that that's the only footage that exists is sort of a. I was never good at all the canard. fallacies. Yeah, I, I get, was, is it a canard? It's canard is the canard? word, but it's not a canard. No, canard. I like canard. You like canard better? Yeah. No, it's, it's pronounced um, canard. It's canard. Yeah, it's dumb. Canard.
Call get, it canard. What, wait, you, can call, you can call it whatever you want. What? It just sounds like nard dog to what? me. <laughs> What's a canard? Is that like a logical fallacy? A canard is like a oft repeated um, kind of like bullshit thing. Like Jewish Bolshevism is a canard. It's like, I think I'm saying it right. I don't know. Maybe I'm not. Oh, now I have to look it up. Yeah. Ah. Let, let's get that little robotic Marion Webster yeah. voice. But no, I see what, while, while we're looking at it. It is canard. Yes. <laughs> wow. Do I have egg on my face? That sounds stupid. I think it should be canard. No. <laughs> Canard sounds. Canard. It's a canard. Oh, no. Yo, wait. that shit's That's... canarded. So, a, a canard is an unfounded rumor or story. Yeah. But what I think what I was going to say is that it's it's some type of logical fallacy where you assume that because this one thing is the only thing that we have, is that the o- it's the only thing that exists. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't mm. think that that's necessarily true. Um, and there is pretty decent footage out there that civilians have taken yeah. of uh, lots U- of UFOs. UAPs. UAPs, yeah. yeah. So, you know, I mean, the fact I'm not saying that this isn't manufactured by the government. Yeah, I, I guess that's my point. It's just like I just watched Reggie Watts talking to Obama on like live teleconference and Obama's like, yep, there are definitely UAPs. Um, and uh, we don't have uh, alien specimens. When I first came into the job, I was like, show me damn aliens. And they're like, sorry, sir. We did some research and there are no aliens. I have completely run out of any ability to find Obama like charming or funny at all. It's all just d- been drained from me. I'm just, just imagining if if like Obama was president during COVID, we would just like be getting like Beyonce and uh uh the entire band of Maroon Five and Julian Casablancas and like. And Oprah, like I think all coming every out. Every single one wearing... of us would have gotten a letter. Yeah, yeah, and and, and with a mask in it, like yeah. sign, like it, 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 it signed by Jimmy Kimmel or something. <laughs> yeah. It would just like all it would just, it would just be nonstop celebrities wearing masks, f- making it a new uh, fashion trend, and um, and and the rea- and the counter reaction against masks would be even like ten times worse. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, yeah. Oh, yeah. Remember man. when they had the Imagine? thing where like all the celebrities including like gal gadot like yeah, saying I remember that. imagine it's like yeah gal gadot you fought against the palestinian people in the <laughs> yeah right <laughs> over religion yeah you're singing a song about about, about no, no no religion too yeah yeah and no nations or borders <laughs> yeah yeah that's that, that kind of little contradictory there yeah so yeah. tips of the cap to uh our gallant and a wag of the finger to our goofus. Um, yeah. You know? This... <laughs> Brittany's hung that up That one was on... cannard. See, this is why I always... Cannard. That, that sounds This like... is why I always go to Oxford Yeah, okay, Dictionary, so that's how British they people have say the... it. No, this is, they have American pronunciations, too. Listen, Are you going to believe British people about American pronunciation? <laughs> that they doesn't make any the, sense. They made the language. No, they, they started okay. the language. Hang on a second. We here's made the, it. Here's the British. So, <laughs> so there are two variant pronunciations in British English. And this is the American pronunciation. Canard. Wow. Canard. Yeah. Not canard. Canard. I think it's canard. It should be canard. Whatever. Look, I'm I'm the professional here, okay? Look, before, <laughs> I think I know more than anybody else in this room. Before America, English was this weird pigeon language uh, spoken on one like two islands that no one gave a shit about. Yes, certainly and not. And then America like... made it cool. <laughs> 
with our movies and our pedophilia, pedophilia, right? It's like, yeah. it's like everyone goes around being Hollywood pedophilias and they, they make en- the English language sound good. Please cut that out. Never mind. <laughs> no, I'm leaving it. It's all saying. <laughs> Why are all these saying canard? Because be it's right. the way to pronounce the I word. Well, I right. don't respect it. I don't well, appreciate it. You know, um, we're just going to have to leave it to the audience. Yeah. Right in. Right in. Let us know. How do you pronounce it? <laughs> Canard sounds so ni- so much nicer. Like, all right, uh, <laughs> what do we have next? I don't know. You have. I'm the. I I'm think the, I only have a phone. Ha- Both of you have. Let's full do computers. this. Uh, this HBO. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Scab shit. Yeah. So for those who don't know, HBO is filming a mini series. Yeah, it's a yeah. Series. ten episode mini series. Ten, ten series ep- made, ten made by the, the guy that did uh, um, Downton Abbey. Oh, yeah, I do love another, Downton Abbey. It's another period piece. Yep. Um, it's all we're good titled for. The Gilded Age. Yeah. Um, so it's just like 19th century. They're looking for, you know, 19th century New York City, which is really like the only thing Troy is good for, according to the rest <laughs> of the world, is like yeah. filming there. Um, we do 19- have very well-preserved architecture from that period in which, like, you know, we've talked about it in the past, but... Uh, Troy used to be the third richest city in the nation. Mm-hmm. And so we have these you know, artifacts, these buildings. Well, and we hit a huge recession slash depopulation during the period of time in like the 60s, 70s, 80s, where a lot of those buildings were destroyed for new development. Mm. So one of the reasons that Troy has been so well preserved is that we actually didn't have the The, development mm. during the time period when those things were being, uh, were being knocked down and rebuilt. So. Well, we're making up for lost time. Yeah, we're making up for lost (laughs) time. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Also, you know, like, you know, take that water elite. You got the highway. Yeah. You know? uh, but yeah, so there's dirt all over the road. They're making it look like a dirt cobblestone. Uh, I want to see yeah. it. I haven't seen yeah, it we'll, yet. We'll, we should drive through it on the way. Yeah, back. yeah. Okay, yeah. Check us out on Instagram. I'll be posting some uh, stories from it. Yeah. So you can get a sneak peek of your uh, upcoming favorite story. Yeah. Yeah, and so, but so, why we're talking about it right now? Not only because they've taken over, HBO has taken over our, our downtown, but also because they're they're fucking scabs. They're fucking scabs. They're scabs yeah. out here. Okay, well, I guess there's we don't know if there's been like scab musicians like taking over what uh was going to happen, but essentially HBO hired an oboist <laughs> to uh um play in a band mm-hmm. on on screen and that started with full you know full sag afra like union benefits and will pay union or better and then it and they they gave them a period oboe okay like like an oboe that would be correct for the time yeah. i think right? that you should let that oboe finish its period before you make it <laughs> a lot of people don't understand this but it's very difficult to work especially the long days on set when yeah when you're on your period yeah uh, oboes only do that when they're frightened. Um, <laughs> they actually have a way of controlling that. <laughs> Shut that whole thing down. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, the, the, um, uh, so, he, so like he's practiced. He's practiced these this whole new set of songs that they wanted him to practice. They gave. They he had to do a whole new use a whole new oboe. Is a union man? Uh, well, yeah. They were they were gonna say we like we should get union rates because we're. Yep. Uh, and um and that slowly got walked back as they got closer to filming yeah i uh, and we and we should say that the um 
the the musician's name because it's an, an amazing name. Sherwood Wise. Nice. That is cool. Yeah, that is a great name. Yeah, uh, they they also work at at um, they're they're a, a teacher at College of Saint Rose, and this was like their first gig after COVID. Like this is like I haven't been haven't been able to haven't, work. Haven't been yeah. able to work. It's been hard the whole for time. Oboist. Yeah. Right uh um so why said the first red flag was the amount he was paid for a covid test he was required to take thirty dollars when the industry standard is 100 to 150 uh and then um the initial pro- promise of union wages just ended up being false so this uh so from um john van norris president of the albany musicians association which has uh filed a, a grievance with the, the labor board says uh schedules began to change promised money was disappearing and the original agreement was changing because of this the members of the orchestra not just the oboes but multiple uh, uh uh musicians overwhelmingly voted to be represented by the union and uh and hbo uh will not sign off on that so uh, I would suggest maybe grabbing a bullhorn, going downtown when they're going to film, wait for them to say all quiet on the set, and then just start yelling scap, 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 into a megaphone. Yeah, uh, bonus points if you're in period dress. Yes, Ooh, then maybe that's the way to do like, it. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you can like, flip by. Yeah, you need like one of those unpowered megaphones that's just a metal cone. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, it, period megaphone. Yeah, and you show up like a like a what was what, what, what it like? You could that... either be a dandy or like a popper. Like, a, like, like they have a lot of prostitutes, so show yeah. up as a non-union prostitute. Right. But that's how all of the listings for extras are. Oh, really? Like, I've been perusing. Yeah, I don't think I can be an extra because of my tattoo. Um, and oh other reasons but uh they're like every one of the listings is like uh 19th century prostitute non-union in all caps and then you know all the requirements for it yeah it's like 165 dollars for 10 hours of work so yeah it comes out to like 16 dollars an hour it's terrible and then it's like you have to pay taxes on that yeah oh really so of course yeah i mean they're you're an independent contractor contractor, (laughs) so 16 dollars an hour to wear incredibly uncomfortable clothes yeah in the it's currently like 85 degrees outside i mean what a fucking joke yeah yeah but like think about how soft we are because like they used to wear that clothing and work 16 hour days for like 10 cents an hour so i mean yeah come on when you're thinking about good for them (laughs) (laughs) that's why we had a series of very bloody labor revolts we didn't have to do that anymore a rich history of 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 them in this area yeah 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 Yeah. Yeah. it's kate mulaney yeah yeah so that that's a that's the 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 union story for for hbo so when we watch this show which i will demand that we do we're gonna have to steal it yeah Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Uh, we, we don't actually pirate movies or television for legal purposes. No, we definitely don't ever do actionable, but if you want to learn more, you can always do yeah, me. I, this episode brought to you by Nord VPN. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I definitely don't have a Jolly Roger face tattoo. Like definitely not. No, no. not like that. Um, I don't have like the LimeWire logo uh, on my butt. <laughs> he has that tattooed on his ass. Yeah. So I, I, I have been. So there, there's a, something called GWIA. I, th- I forgot what it's called, but it's uh, you, you basically put your put up a picture and a couple things about you, and they'll just like 
ping you if they want like extras or like there's a role out for all this stuff. See, David's never been a scab before. Yeah. And right. he's always wanted to try I've always, wanted to, I've always <laughs> wanted to scab. No, this was way before all that happened. I signed up and just like get some stuff. He's yeah. like, you're like, you know, I, I, I got long hair. I'm weird looking. Like I got to be good for something. <laughs> Like, like not weird looking. right you know I, like steve buscemi, steve buscemi got like an entire hbo series around him right so yeah, I, that's I, true yeah yeah that's so, a good point so i um i i said i threw some stuff out there but they all want you to do like 1880s period haircuts which are all very short so i, I so I, I definitely don't want to do it but i will not allow david to cut those luscious but locks. but H, <laughs> hbo is also filming a show about uh the watergate break-in around here Oh really? Called the plumbers, and it, there is a call out for vagrants to fall asleep in a bus depot. You would be such a good, and vagrant, I would be honey. very good yeah. at like a strung out vagrant in a bus depot. Yeah, I, you would be yeah. so good at that. Yeah, but at the same time, I mean, like there are so many actual strung out vagrant like would be extras that we should be paying. Troy. Yeah. And Representation. So, okay. Yeah, if there's know? some some marginalized group that's able to play the part, yeah. we should be we should be putting those parts to those people. That's a good point. I don't want to scab homelessness. Yeah. 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 That's why I wouldn't apply for the prostitute position. Right. We've got sex workers out here who are looking for jobs. Like Yeah, they should really just like go on OnlyFans. It's actually because I have a tattoo, but Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not working for six look, I work for less than sixteen dollars an hour on literally every other project I do in my life. So I imagine you'd be as good as a prostitute as Emma Goldman was. <laughs> that is the for most the same, insulting for, for thing you've ever reasons. said to me. No, Chris no, Kelly. no. Because I would the, be a great prostitute. The, because the reasons that uh, it, it, listeners uh, check out the autobiography of Emma Goldman. Pretty interesting period when she was trying to uh, get money for Alexander Berkman's uh, assassination attempt on Frick to buy explosives and or a gun. Uh, she tried to her hand at prostitution. Um, and was horrible at it and had a one John exactly who felt so bad for her that he paid her anyway and was like, Hey, listen, this, this, she was bad at it because she was very awkward and unsexy. No, she was bad at it because she was extremely, uh, like righteous, uh, feminist and like had, that's not what I read about her. No, no. I read that she was bad at it because she was very awkward and like, and like pretty overweight and just not, not sexual. Oh well, she was an she was an activist. You're, you're none of those things, so uh, you know you don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> I do, and um, that's not true. Yeah, okay, Ani, thank you. Defend her honor. Yeah, yes, after thank I you. besmirched Defend it. Defend my honor from myself. It's very important that somebody do that. Um, do you want to talk about Nyklu suing the fuck out of the Troy Police Department? Boy, do I. Which is pretty yeah. dang. Yeah, this is pretty sweet. Yeah, so NYCLU is the New York Civil Liberties Union. We That's have correct. our own. And yeah. they're just as pissed as we are that the Troy PD has been um, disobeying the law as of the repeal of 50A by Governor Cuomo uh, and refusing to uh, make public their disciplinary records of their police officers. Yeah, so yeah, this has been like, it's coming up on a year now. That 50A has been repealed. It was repealed last June. And uh, ever since then, Troy DSA has been trying to uh, foil all of those disciplinary records of the Troy Police Department, and we've gotten zero. 
absolutely none they either say that we don't they don't have them they don't exist or they uh, are based on like spurious rumors and they're going to uh withhold them so that they don't besmirch besmirch the good name of their officers which is really incredible because we should really allow the police decide whether or not accusations against police are credible and worth releasing to the public i think that they're very well suited to, to to making that determination yeah, so so this is, here's just like another um lawsuit that the Troy Police Department has earned us that we'll be paying for. Uh, yeah, that we will be paying. Yes. Keep that in mind that everybody in the city will be paying off this lawsuit. So frankly, Nyclu, no, I support you. But still, <laughs> well, the, my taxes are going to go up because of this and I don't fucking appreciate it. I think I might appreciate it. I think this is a reason that I'm okay with yeah, my well, tax going. I, I pay a lot more taxes than you do. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, I mean, the fact is that, right, it's just like, it's so frustrating that we, ha- that the city is going to have to pay be- because of the recalcitrance of like its own police department to just be open to democratic like administration. Yeah. What a bunch yeah. of bums. Yeah. Like we already yeah. pay a third, a third of all of our taxes already go to them. And now we have to pay even more because they don't, even want to be like subject to like the very the law, basic yeah. idea of open government these goddamn know? criminals yeah so this is a, a statement from melanie trimble capital region chapter director at nyclu uh troy residents have the right to know the substance and volume of complaints made against their officers and a troy police department cannot remain steadfast in ignoring requests for misconduct records made on behalf of the constituents they have sworn to protect and serve the problem of course, is that I, I'm going to, I'll bet a donut that, um, a really nice donut. Yeah. Like a, like Nighthawks. Yeah. Like a hand cut, delicious donut <laughs> that, um, filled with like a, some sort of exotic jelly. I don't like jelly donuts. Okay. Well, this one isn't for you. Okay. <laughs> That's okay. Not every donut has to be for me. Um, that, uh, that, that, that they don't have any. They just don't, they just they don't, don't take they, them. They don't take they the don't records. They don't create those documents. Yeah. 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 Because, even to this day, if you wanted to make a complaint about an officer, you have to physically bring your body into the Troy Police Department, into the station, and ask for a paper form that you then hand over to the tr- po- Troy Police Department. Yeah. So it's like, do you think that get, that gets filed under T for trash? Yep. You know? <laughs> so, so, like, that's you're, there's not going to be... Yeah, there are internal, records. like, investigations, but even if they, like, you know, do get released, like in the case of our late, great Randall French murderer of Edson Thevenin, um, you know, it, like, they aren't going to do anything yeah, about it. Do. And, like, anyway, I don't know. Well, but I think the point is, like, whether or not they do anything about it, the first step to creating uh, police accountability is to actually know what they're doing yeah. and whether or not they're doing anything about it internally. Yeah. And to have proof that they're not doing anything about it internally is very important. Yep. Um, and to have proof that these disciplinary records are or are not being created is mm-hmm. also very important. Um, I don't know if you want to talk at all about the People's Reporting Project, David, but it that might, might be uh, a good a good thing to include here. Yeah. So, um, uh, so one thing that we have been doing, we being uh, Troy DSA, is I, I I've been uh running this project called the People's Reporting Project, which you can find at um defundtroypd.org. Uh 
slash report. So it's defundtroypd.org slash report. We'll link, link to it in the show notes. notes. It's in the show notes, as always. There is a Spanish and Arabic version. And it is essentially a Google form that we've protected through like two-factor authentication and a very strong password. And uh, only a handful of vetted people have access to those things. Uh, and um, it is a place where you can tell your own story about something that has happened to you with uh, really any um, law enforcement agency in the in the area. So that's uh, Rensselaer Sheriff's, the Troy Housing Authority's um, uh, police uh, force, uh, ICE. We'll keep ICE in there because they keep showing up. And is uh, RPI Public Safety listed? Uh, you know, no, it's not. Probably should be. We could. Probably should be. Yeah. Yeah, we could add them. Just in case. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so the, the, the idea is, uh, you know, um, they're not going to keep records, so we can. Obviously, that doesn't have the uh, authority of, like, government, yeah. right? But the, the idea behind it is that, like, we collect these, these stories and, and these records, and then we can anonymize them and kind of compare notes. And that's when you start finding that, like, there are... Trends, patterns. There are trends, patterns, specific officers that are uh, e- even worse than the baseline, right? They're not a-, a few rotten apples, right? The whole thing is rotten, but... Um, the worst. We, we can find rotten. the worst of the worst, yeah. yeah. Um, and, you know, and, and, you know, at least just starting there, right? So and it can help you find what to foil, right? Yeah. yeah. Going forward that, for more absolutely. FOIA requests, like... Yeah. And, 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 you know, and there's also moments where you're like, oh, like I was, you know, beaten up by Justin Ash uh, in front of this bodega, right? Justin Ash being a, a pretty bad officer that is probably cost the city. Oh, he's a patron. Don't say that. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm pretty sure he's also in some way related to Kim Ash McPherson, uh, District oh, 2 that would make City sense. Council yeah. member. Um, uh, uh, you know, Justin, uh, good old Justin is, you know, like been in involved in at least two widely reported issues of abuse that ended in settlements um you know you know if you so if, if justin ash beat you up in front of a bodega and you report that we can then maybe go ask the bodega if they have surveillance footage right you know right. you can do stuff like that so that that's the idea um defundtroypd.org slash report uh, you know, we're we're trying to get that that up and running. It's in Spanish and Arabic. Well, hats off and to you English. and, and, well. and yeah. English, yes, as well as <laughs> yeah, and all the other hardworking organizers at yeah. uh, Troy DSA. Uh, thank you for doing that. And um, sounds like the 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 first uh, you know step in yeah. trying to you know hold this rotten gang accountable. Yeah. And hats off to the uh, night glue. Thank you for you know. Yeah, they, so in the city. Yeah, I mean, they, they have the resources. They're the only ones that have the resources yeah. to do this kind of thing. Because it, it, it will take months of filing a bunch of arcane, exotic documents that, you know, force and compel cities to do stuff. Yeah. yeah. And, and big tisk tisk to the entirety of the city council and the mayor's administration. Because they could have just done this. They could have gotten yep. ahead of a cost, like, you know, running lawsuit that they're going to lose because they're breaking the law and they could have just got the police to just do follow the law. Yeah. 
And, well, you know, I don't know. I mean, I don't want to overstate the power of the city council over a police department when they have such a powerful union. Like, yeah, I mean, other cities have done this. Like they set up public facing like you just select the the person the, yeah. the officer and it gives you a full report on a website no no foil request needed like like you can do that but you're right like the pba has them all over a barrel and it doesn't hurt that the troy city council president is the aunt of the pba chief yeah and it's also like troy is a small city we don't have like i we I don't know that we have the resources to create that kind of super sophisticated public facing documentation. Kingston, Kingston did it. They're half the size of us. Oh, well, how many cops do they have? Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. I mean, but I guess I... we're too busy spending our money on cops. David. Yeah, and more cops. <laughs> and, and to that point is sort of what I was getting at. Which they is, shouldn't have approved that. that which budget is, edition. They, sh- yeah. they shouldn't have because yeah. that's literally the pothole fund. The thing that like actually causes more property damage and like frustrations for fucking everybody. But the I guess I'm highlighting the hard work that everybody's been doing for the Marquita for Troy uh, campaign, the Kiani for Troy campaign, and that like unfortunately the only thing that I can see actually improving the situation vis-a-vis the police and community relations is getting some city councilors in there with motherfucking spine. Yeah, I don't really see any. That's one of the reasons that, like, you know, we have worked so hard to get Keani in office because we know that Keani will, and Marquita as well, will hold police accountable um, and and at least start chipping away at this systemic um, refusal to really do anything to substantially reform the police department but um i don't know of another way i've never been like big in electoral politics personally um i just don't know another way yeah. anymore well, i don't know I, yeah. what else to do like I, nothing I, seems to yeah. work we could protest we could bring eleven thousand people to Troy, new york out in the streets like peacefully protesting and they hire six new cops like i don't know what else to do other than elect people who won't vote to hire new cops yeah um so uh countyfortroy.com marquitafortroy.com links in the show notes get involved we need uh canvassers we need people to knock on doors yeah the, the upcoming weeks are going to be the biggest and most important in the entirety of these campaigns because yep. both of those people are uh seeking or facing primary challengers by the democratic party that absolutely does not want to do the will of the people like I, I need to highlight that yeah <laughs> that like you know these are insurgent candidates with a lot of grassroots support because they're actually going to do what the public citizenry wants as opposed to the party establishment and the democratic party is pulling out all the stops to defeat these two candidates like they really do not want marquita and kiani in office so we the only thing that we have is people who are willing to give their time and what little money they have like we don't have you know, Carrie Drescher just sent out this direct mail thing on like very fancy, thick paper in very nice envelopes that was like a letter outlining his, you know, beliefs. And like that is it. And also didn't isn't like the Democratic chair, like a direct mail uh person and so. there seems to be yeah, like we, some we, kind of you, like back scratching going on there yeah. and also uh none of that had a union bug on it no union bug yeah. yeah so they're not they're not union sent um as best as we know but like it's and then carrie drescher went on um hudson mohawk radio God. and called referred to <laughs> washington square park and the osborne neighborhood incredible the neighborhoods are washington park and osgood <laughs> 
And these are neighborhoods in his district that he is running to represent and he doesn't know the names of them. Yeah. Also, the um, motherfucker said the problem with the Troy PD is microaggressions. Yeah. Which it's not. It's murders. It's tortures. Yeah. It's unaccountable behavior, uh, you know, from root to stem. And, and all he was able to talk about was working with students at RPI. RPI is not in district. Uh, he's not running to represent students. So, you know, it's really like and and he's sailing like because he has the backing of the of the party in the in the machine. So um, anyway, yeah. And if you're not local, uh, I don't know. Put somebody in your city council who hates cops. Yeah. And try it out. Or at least somebody who's willing to do the popular will of the people. Like one more thing just on the local tip. Like there w- was a city council meeting probably like six, six months ago or so. We covered it on the show, but there's this parcel of land that a developer wants to build more luxury housing, which as we've covered many times, isn't needed or wanted um, on the last remaining riverside forest within the city limits so this is a unique ecological niche it is actually sacred uh tribal uh grounds um from the local uh, mohican tuck um indigenous population and there's been a grassroots movement to essentially stop um a uh developer from getting code exceptions to build a profit-seeking you know, fucking luxury apartment complex, which nobody wants but him. And the city is bending over backwards to do his will over that of the the population. If you listen to the city council um, uh, meeting where that was last discussed before they put, kicked it over to the planning commission, they essentially had unanimous dissent against their decision, did it anyway. And now they're trying to intervene to over turn the power of the planning commission and put it under city council control so that they can green light this and you blast that fucking native American like sacred land in the last bit of like this precious ecological niche that is within the city limits. And And the problem is that nobody pays attention to these elections in the last primary in district five, 600 people voted. Yeah. 600 people. Yeah. Um, these elections are decided by like by a hair. Yeah. Um, and you know, people just don't have, I don't know, local politics, everybody needs to get involved in local politics. I've always hated when liberals say that. Um, and I continue to hate it, Yeah. but at least with this one thing, like your city council has a lot of control over your life, like a lot of control over your city, a lot of control over your environment. Um, climate change is real. It is going to start devastating cities. If you don't have city councilors in who are willing to like actually crack down on some of this stuff, you know, what's really good for abating climate change, having like native uh forestry and plants that you know grow deep roots that keep the ground where it should be um green spaces that absorb water as we get more flooding like biodiversity biodiversity like all of these things are connected so anyway also that there's a reason why this part hasn't been um developed and it's not for like you know Respecting we sacred respect, ground, yeah. or anything we respect like that. the Mexican right. so yeah, much. Right. Yeah, no, it's because it's it's full of shale, and like they will have to blast in yeah. order to like make this development happen. It's only because housing prices are so high right now that this makes any sense on any sort of ledger or Excel spreadsheet. Like the money only works out like now. Yeah, and and which which is again another reason why 
ever-increasing housing prices and land prices is such a dumb way to run an economy is because you just now find more and more things that uh, just cost enormous sums of money to build when you 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 could have just rehabbed like all this other stuff that already exists it's hard to overstate to folks who don't live here just how much housing needs to be repaired rather than built or rebuilt yes we have so much existing housing so much condemned housing that just needs an owner who is willing to fix it i think i've heard estimates that we have enough housing right now for approximately 70 to eighty thousand people to Mm -hmm. live in troy Mm -hmm. and we only have like 50,000 people living Mm -hmm. in Troy. So even if we are going through this huge growth period, we still don't need to build all of this new housing. Oh, not at all. We just need to repair what we have. Yes. Or if the buildings are totally uninhabitable, then knock them down and build a new building Which would be great to have general fund money to be able to do, you know? Yeah, but instead we're buying cops. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's totally (sighs) fucked. And like, you know, just to close this all out, I know it's depressing. To get involved in these things, to write letters, to call, call into your city council meeting and to just see like grassroots mobilizations of like dozens and dozens of people putting in hours of effort to try to like get the city to, to do what is popular will and see them do the exact opposite over and over and over. It's disheartening. But write to your fucking city councilor. Just do it. Like it takes, you know, like 30 seconds. Like, I don't know. I think it needs to go much further than writing to your city councilor. I think it, you have to. We need some rockets. You have to get yeah. much more involved. Yeah, no, because, you have to because... change who your city councilor is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah no, to I, somebody I, who will listen to you. I to hear somebody you. who, will, if you're if you're writing to somebody who doesn't give a fuck what your letter says, yeah, no, what I, the hell difference does it make? I I'm hear not trying. You. I'm not like yeah, no, mad at I hear you, you. But like, no, no, it's just like you know, it's like it's like writing a. Well, I might as well write to President Joe Biden <laughs> and be like, "Dear President Joe Biden, I don't think we should be spending so much money on like buying Israeli rockets. Like maybe we should, you know, get people. Maybe we should do the public option that you promised you would do in your fucking yeah. campaign, and now you're already saying you care more about." infrastructure and you can't do both yeah. fuck you fuck you you're up you're back on our shit list yeah you know you are back <laughs> on our shit list joe for so many reasons <sighs> oh goodness all right i need a wildflower let's do a wildflower this is kind of a fun one um what do you think of when you hear the word santorum um a frothy um backflow discharge yeah yeah frothy black back and do you know why you think of that um, because of, uh, Dan Savage? Because of Dan Savage, <laughs> and, and more specifically because of how horrifically homophobic Rick Santorum has been, is, Continues to be. and always will be. He's yeah. just the worst fucking person. And I've never understood why CNN, this supposedly, you know, they, liberal, I don't know, it depends on who you ask, like, uh, I'm sure that they would like to say they're unbiased, you know, the right yeah, would say that they're liberal. Yeah, journal- journalistic integrity. I think a lot of liberals would say that they're liberal. Like, they are supposed to be, you know, the, like, sane yeah. news outlet, Anderson whatever. Cooper is the um, the inheritor of a fortune. He's just in he's it. He's Vanderbilt, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's just in it for, you know, the 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 good of being, uh, you know, the fourth estate. He's a full, fl- philanthropist, really, with yeah. his, with his, uh, his takes and his knowledge. So CNN has finally, uh, why are you doing this? I didn't ask you to do this. I fucking hate when websites decide they're just allowed to play music on (laughs) my computer. So CNN has finally kicked Rick Santorum to the curb for a very interesting reason. Um, 
apparently he gave a speech at Young America's Foundation. I don't know what that is. It sounds very fashionable. <laughs> audience comprised of 45-year-olds. That's <laughs> <laughs> the Young Guns. Remember those guys? Yeah. Um, so he part a quote from his speech, we birthed a nation from nothing. I mean, there was nothing here. I mean, yes, we have Native Americans, but candidly, there isn't much Native American culture in American culture. A couple things here. That's true. There's not a lot of Native American culture in American culture. Do you know why? Because we genocided them. Because we killed them all. So it's not terribly shocking that their most prominent element of Native American culture in American culture is uh, 22-year-old white girls wearing uh, war bonnets at Bonnaroo. Like, yeah. That's by design. Yeah. We didn't allow them to practice their religion for like a hundred and for hundreds of years. And like, why would you besmirch their good name by saying like, hey, you're not part of this American culture. <laughs> that, like, look, look at we this came up with A&W Sil- <laughs> root beer. Okay. The white man did that. <laughs> pillar of civilization. You yeah. couldn't have made Burger King if you tried. Yeah. Um, So a bunch of indigenous organizations uh, like the National Congress of American Indians and Illuminative have uh, been calling on CNN to fire Santorum over his comments. And then apparently uh, he had he went on Cuomo primetime and he, according to an anonymous CNN executive, he blew it. And that after that, nobody at the network wanted to keep him around. What did he do on on, uh, on on Cuomo? So he said that he misspoke and that his comments were taken out of context. Um, oh, so they were like, okay, you have to go apologize uh, uh, on the young, Cuomo the Younger's show. And then he didn't. And he did a, I, I misspoke. Yeah, and it was taken out and, of context. I misspoke, like, nope, and it was failed. taken out of context. No, you failed. Both of those. Yeah, how do you do both of those? I don't know. People do. Republicans do that a lot. <laughs> yeah, right, maybe yeah. liberals do too. I don't it's, know. Uh, but it's like, not my fault. I'm sorry if you were offended. I, uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I misspoke, but also you took that out of context. Um, and I guess like Don Lemon had a freak out on air after the Chris Cuomo show, where uh, that's what he said. Um, I don't. You, I don't understand yeah. how human rights campaign couldn't like get him off air. Right, like I know, I know. Like there were so many like milk toast, middle of the road, like LGBTQ organizations and NGOs that could so easily just like. Well, I think it's because he laid low for a long time between the Santorum, uh, like anal sex comparison debacle, and he went underground for a while, and then he just suddenly mysteriously appeared on CNN, and I think like. The time between those two things happening probably, you know, gave Do- him enough cover to return, you know, nature's healing. Rick yeah. Santorum is on CNN. <laughs> um, Do we have like a, a like a, a highlight reel of like all the horrible things Rick Santorum has said about gay people? No, uh, we, I'm sure I can find one. We, yeah, we, no, we, let's, we, let's we should, not. We should, yeah, yeah, I don't no, think no. that's necessary. It's just probably. unnecessary. Yeah, yeah, like we we try not to platform hate speech yeah, on this show. Just just trust us if you do, if you didn't know this. That Rick Santorum uh, doesn't think highly. He supported gay conversion therapy, didn't he? I, I'm sure I think that's that was the one big problem of, of the he, things well, yeah, that yeah. He, he has said. Also, he wears a sweater vest very poorly, taking <laughs> really which that uh, alone hurting. should have gotten him off. Yeah. any major news network. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't feel like that's fair. Yeah. 
And surprise, surprise, Chris Cuomo is uh, under fire for his journalistic integrity after uh, being a uh, employee of uh, CNN and also um, using his position there to help uh, with the damage control uh, with his brother, the governor of uh, New York. Yeah, that during, was yeah. That I, was fascinating because the fact that Chris Cuomo was happy to have his 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 big bro Andy on when he was winning an Emmy, but then once he was mired in controversy and scandal, oh well, that that wouldn't really be appropriate. That, that's not that's not appropriate. That's not really objective for me to do that as a news anchor. I absolutely love. We were. I, uh, we were we were, uh, in the background somewhere. The view was on, I think, and we heard parts of this. Yeah, and it's just like absolutely incredible how many talking heads on mainstream television are being like, "Look, I know the Cuomo family very personally, <laughs> and they are nice. Me- they are nice boys, and I think they're they're handling this very well." And yeah. then and then other people being like, "I don't think it is good," and that. Chris Cuomo took advantage of his access to sometimes bring his brother on and then other times not. And like, are, are all of you in like, just insane? Like, of course this happened. Of course this happened. And anyone that goes in front of a camera and was like, wow, gosh, I don't, this is a complicated this issue. Was, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like he could have done it this way and not <laughs> that way. And it was like, th- this is, yeah. No, no. So, it's obviously like he should have nepotism. never had him on. Yeah, yeah. he should have never. CNN had him on should a show, never ever hire, and they shouldn't have the, hired the somebody. direct yeah. like sibling of a sitting, of a governor. sitting governor. Yeah, or, absolutely. Uh, yeah, it's like it's almost like the ruling class is very conscious, class conscious, and coordinates with one another to manufacture consent and build a dominant narrative that serves their interests. And we'll never be held to account for that. Yeah. No. Yeah. Almost like it. But Rick Santorum is no longer on CNN. One down. Which is great. Yep. I look forward to the next political debate, not having him on it. Um, it and that's why, uh, you know, we need your support because we're not a Vanderbilt. And we're not, uh, you know, the brother of uh, or the son of a, uh, you know, political dynasty. Um and we're trying I to bring you... I actually am loosely related to the Tudors. Oh. Not a lot of people know that about me, but it's true, yeah. Yeah? No. They should uh, sign up at patreon.com slash ironweeds. The Tudors? I... Okay, I'll, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll contact your cousins. my... Yeah, yeah I'll contact reach out. My cousins, yeah. Could really use that help. Nope, just a poor Irish farmer. That's all I got. But uh, you should head over to patreon.com slash ironweeds and give us some of your money. Give me some of your money. I'm the only one who makes any money on this show. It's true. And that's because you do all of the work. I do do a lot of the work. It's true. And uh, we're about to record a bonus. It should be pretty fun. We're going to get a little personal. um, But you know what? We have more opportunity for that in our 100th episode. This is going to be the 98th episode. Yeah, this is episode 98. Uh, We have not missed a week of producing a podcast. You're incredible. Since we started. (laughs) Since we started. What the fuck? Um, so yeah, episode 100 is coming up. We're going to do a Q and a, we're going to chit chat. We're going to yeah. talk about the hot goss. We're going to, um, <laughs> the last one was so much fun. We're going to reveal our deepest, darkest secrets. Yeah. Um, yeah, we did a Q and a for 52, which was our one year. I was forced to do a little bit of apologia for Stalin, you know, <laughs> you did. Yep. Check yep. it out. Chris, Chris did a Stalin apologia. Yep. Um, make us do stuff that will get us canceled. <laughs> Can- yeah, yeah. Cancel us. Why don't you? Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, you can send us an email for that, ironweedspot at gmail.com. You can DM us on Twitter or Instagram or, uh, you know, or any of our personals. Just send us your questions. And also we'll post in the Discord and uh, you can answer there. You, you got Qs. We've got A's. The storm is coming. We got A's <laughs> and T's and B's. Yeah. And, you know, we're... It, it, yeah, it's hot ironweed summer. Yeah, we're we're do, we're doing body shots. We might have to get a little bit twisted for episode one hundred. I'm down. Just a little bit. Just yeah, a yeah. Little. A, like... a recoverable amount. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Enough that we can do the sign off at least. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of, uh, you can find us on Twitter. Ironweeds Pod. You can find us on Instagram. Ironweeds Pod. And you can send us an email with all your Q's and your A's. No, don't. Well, send your A's. I want to see them. At ironweedspod. At gmail.com. We've got pretty good at harmonizing. Yeah. All right. Thank you. We love you so much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Peace.